Hey, I just want to let you know the following is an early episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. All our episodes are at sleepwithmepodcast.com. These ones are a little bit rougher around the edges. Didn't quite get the, uh, we're kind of experimenting as we went along, trying to find the best way to bore people to sleep. I'm not sure if we've found it yet, but if you're looking for something to help you fall asleep, you can check these episodes out. They might not be as good as the current ones, or they might be. Your choice, go ahead and find out. But I just wanted to let you know. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope we help you fall asleep. Welcome to the Sleep With Me podcast. I'm Dear Scooter, and I want to help you fall asleep tonight. If you're up at night tossing and turning, mind racing, well, you're in the right spot. The Sleep With Me podcast wants to help you fall asleep. I'm going to talk about a subject or tell you a story that's going to be just engaging enough for you to set your troubles aside and forget about your day, but just boring enough to allow you to slowly slip away into deep sleep. So set your phone aside, snuggle in, close your eyes, feel your body sink down, you're slowly drifting away. And you're going to sleep with me. Tonight's segment is an experiment called The Walking Dead. I'm going to cover the parts of The Walking Dead they don't show on TV. The boring parts. You know, things that they don't make the cut because they're not entertaining. But they're the perfect thing to fall asleep to. Welcome to Sleep With Me Presents The Walking Dead. Tonight's episode I'm going to call To The Dogs. And we're going to talk about the greater good. We're going to check in at the North Pole. We're going to touch on bacteria and viruses, or viri. And we're going to visit vet school. And it's ironic because I have a cold tonight. So, to the dogs. So, first off we're going to talk about the greater good, and Carol's killing for the greater good. And I went online, and a a lot of the online talk is about God and suffering and evil in the world, and how do we justify that? I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But there was a Stephen King book that came out a little while ago about the assassination of JFK. And in it, the protagonist travels back in time to prevent the assassination with the hopes that it'll make this present world a better place and it's a great read highly recommend it but spoiler alert a little bit uh, there are some unintended consequences about his actions and that's one thing that people that act from the greater good don't usually recognize are the consequences of their actions they think they can predict the future that they're doing the right thing but a lot of times you're blinded by your ego Or you're just a flawed person. I mean, all of us have our flaws. So before you go out tonight and kill anybody for the greater good, just think about that. And another reason it's on my mind is that after I watch The Walking Dead, and I'm sorry I have a cold tonight to play into more synergy other than my dream or nightmare, I had this this nightmare last night that um, I traveled back in time. And it was before World War II. And for some reason, Hitler had been arrested and detained in the U.S. 
And it was for some minor crime, and they were trying. They were like, "Oh, we got to release them, you know, diplomatic immunity and all that." And I was there. I was like, "You guys got to be kidding me! Like, you cannot let this guy off." Blah blah blah. You cannot let this guy off. Uh, I didn't tell him I was from the future, but you know, I was begging them, like trying to tell him this guy has his potential for evils unlimited, and they didn't listen to me, and. It was just devastating. I, I don't know. And the dream was really crushing. I, I guess I was trying to act for the greater good than that, and I failed. One thing about acting and killing for the greater good in fiction is that it makes great conflict. Who knows what's around the bend for this uh, Walking Dead, but it's going to be interesting. For our second segment tonight, we're going to revisit the Walking Dead North Pole Chronicles, or the Walking Dead North Pole Chronicles. Chief... Here's my report. The heat. Or the, or the cold. Even I've found myself spiteful of it. I feel like we've finally reached the level of lower earth. We've stopped living and moved into merely surviving. Anyway, caught more private fires each month. Some small, some large. Damn that Prometheus. It's human nature, I know, but... It's been almost a year since a fire ban, or heat ban. After the fall, Warehouse 51, you remember, that was the uh, cold-sensitive toy warehouse. Had the thermal heating. It's where we stashed the first rounds of refugees. Up until the outbreaks. Thus far, the only thing that's worked to live in the cold. Adapt. More like settle. Settle to survive. R&D has been working on lighter clothing. But the bulk tends to be advantage. When people turn, they can't move, they slow down. Gives them less to grab onto and bite through. So... This puffy isolation we're in might be an unattended survival mechanism. Remember that kid in the Christmas story, Chief? It's Ralphie's brother. Rolling around. Sorry for the C word. We've set the heat of the war and the warehouses are freezing in case the weather turns real bad. Private fires continue to be stoked. We're going to have to come up with some kind of bad list. Someone to police it, Chief. You know my thoughts on that matter. Out. As I said, I have a cold. And with all the sickness on Walking Dead, I decided to brush up on my uh, bacteria versus virus. Because um, I kind of I don't remember. Turns out bacteria are single cell organisms. They come in many shapes and sizes: rods, spheres, spirals, spirals. Viruses are smaller, and they need a host to multiply, so they invade a host, multiply, blow that host up. Bacteria have ribosomes, viruses don't. What's a ribosome? Probably connected to, like, the um, uh, flagella, I don't, I don't know. Golgi complex. Bacteria living. Viruses are, it's a debate whether they're alive or they're just an organic structure that interacts with the living. Bacteria are produced by fission. 
Viruses make copies of themselves until they blow cells up, as I said. They've been in the news lately. I don't know if you caught that front line about superbugs, but in the end of antibiotics. But it turns out that um, certain viruses called bacteriophages that eat bacteria might be our next round of antibiotics. They might save us. So let's see where that happens. You know, they'll be going after the bacteria. And I guess they're getting antibiotics at that dog thing. So next thing I'm, I'm just trying to get you to sleep here is um, let's talk about some. Next thing is let's talk about some antibiotics for dogs. You got Clavamox, Batril, Xenoquin, Metronidazole, Metronidazole, Doxycycline. I think they give that for acne. Cephpodoxamine proxital, Simplicef, Cephalexin, Enroflaxacin, Amoxicillin, Clandamichu, Orbe, Albon, Clindamycin, Primor or Primor, Sulfasalazine, Ciprofloxacin, Ciprofloxacin, Relaxine, hey man, Relaxine, Antrobe, Animax, take Animax, my woman loves it, Sulfamethorism, and Trimethorprum. So then everybody got up to the, uh, they almost got to that veterinary school and why would Daryl choose to put a CD in like five minutes before they get there I mean come on man Daryl get it together okay so get yourself buried in your covers and I'm going to let's talk about the curriculum if you wanted to be a vet and your choices go ahead and close your eyes ANS 511, Animal Science for Vets. MMG 559, Microbiology and Immunology. PDI 514, Veterinary Neurosciences. PDI 518, Comparative Veterinary Gross Anatomy 1. Depends on what animals you're looking at, how gross they are. PDI 520, Veterinary Tissue Structure and Function. VM 511, Clinical Competencies. One, I wonder if that's got a lab. VM 513, Ethical and Animal Welfare Issues in the Veterinary Profession. Second semester, MMG 571, Veterinary Pathogenic Microbiology, Parasites. PDI 519, Continuing Course, Gross Anatomy 2. PDI 521, Organ Microanatomy. PHM 552, Pharmacology 1, Principles in Neuropharmacology. That's where people start sneaking drugs out. PSL 513, Physiology for Vets. 514, Comparative Life Stage Nutrition. VM 524, Basic Science and Clinical Medicine. VM 541, Veterinary Career Development and Practice Management. VM 548. Principles of Diagnostic Imaging.
Pathway, veterinary pathogenic microbiology, bacteria, fungi, PDI 551, general pathology, PHM 553, pharmacology 2, 557 is veterinary toxicology, veterinary and investigative, no, 532, veterinary integrative problem solving, 533, veterinary and epidemiology, something, 544, veterinary public health, 547, respiratory diseases, I'm working on my sibilance so that I don't wake you. Spring semester, 560. Clinical competencies, two. You got veterinary pathic, pathogenic microbiology viruses. We talked about that tonight. Systematic, systemic pathology. Clinical pathology, cardiovascular diseases. Those are for American dogs. Anesthesia and surgery, musculoskeletal diseases. Then you get into semester five, you're doing clinical competencies three, diagnostic imaging, some word I cannot pronounce, theriogenealogy and urinary diseases, hematological, and oncological, and dermatological cancer, neurological and ophthalmological diseases. Is that like brain and eye? Operative surgery. Digestive diseases. What a pleasurable semester. Metabolic and endocrinological diseases. Clerkships. Large animal medicine. Diagnostic pathology. Diagnostic imaging. Small animal general. Small animal soft tissue. Small animal orthopedic. Small animal internal medicine. Anesthesia. Emergency and critical care. Equine practice clerkship. Clinical problems in large animals. That'd be interesting problems too. Sit down, horse. Oh, wait, can horses sit down? I'm sorry, this is just my clerkship. Research problems in large animals. Special problems in large animals. Off campus. Checking that out. Proficiency, emergency. These are equine. Clinical two. Musculoskeletal. Third, genealogy. Hard health. Those are like that must be the guys that are hitting the drugs after they get retired. Advanced surgery, advanced medicine, techniques and anesthesia, food, animal medicine, large animal anesthesia, equine neonatal. Those are what you know the girls and always dreamed of helping horses get born. Uh, concepts of agricultural practice, wildlife disease and ecology, preceptorship, food animal production medicine. And those are the people giving out the antibiotics to the little chicks stuck in giant farm lots. Yeah, there's a lot more stuff, but why don't you go to sleep? Good night.